0: everybody, welcome to part two of our Metalocalypse coverage, where we're going to cover the movie that happened after season four. What is the actual name of that? Do you know? Oh shit, I think it's a Doomstar Re- Requiem. Doomstar Requiem, a rock opera? Clock. Uh, clock opera, yeah. Clock opera. They rocked out their
1: clocks out.
0: What did you think of the clock opera?
1: I was taken aback. Me too. I was expecting more of the stuff that i really liked about the show and uh-huh and i feel okay so i feel like we're might be the wrong audience for this because this feels like
0: this was fan service for the uber fans does it though it felt to me like it had nothing That the show had. Well, I mean, the Uber fans are the
1: ones that, like, go to the live concerts, to buy the soundtracks, that really buy into all the little... And I'm sure there was tons of little details in here that we probably missed. Probably. Having said that, I think a little bit of the music stuff goes a long way, and I found it hard to follow what the hell was going on to the point
0: where I had to turn on subtitles. Yeah. I missed, like, 50% of the lyrics... Up Until the point where we turn the subtitles on right, so
1: let's talk about the stuff we liked, okay, the production values <laughs> I thought noticeably noticeably better, not that yeah, the yeah. shows are terrible, but it just seemed like the animation quality um, especially in the mm-hmm. you know when they ever they cut to like the background metal stuff during their music interludes was really cool um in the origin story of. Toki, uh-huh. you know, when they're doing the fantastic guitar stuff and Squizguard morphed into a centaur and he morphed into a sin hawk or whatever the hell you call it. <laughs> uh-huh. That was really fucking cool. Uh, yeah. As was like some of the imagery in the final battle when the, uh, the high priest of the Black Clock or whatever died and they had like all that satanic imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, all this, you know, all the stuff you get from Doom, the video game. Guys hanging upside down on crosses with their guts pulled out. Sure. I like that, and I think it also was super ambitious. The fact... It It was. It's much harder. Like, we actually were joking around about doing a rock opera version of this podcast. Uh Like, can we even do it for 30 (laughs) seconds? Come up with enough lyrics, and just the degree of difficulty for that is super high.
0: Kind of. The music is. They spent... As far as I can tell, no time on the lyrics. You don't think Zero. so? Zero. There were it has to rhyme and shit. <laughs> oh, great. Well I'll rhyme uh I, I could probably rhyme every sentence for the rest of this podcast if I really wanted to. I don't think you could. I think I
1: could. If I bet you fifty grand you couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> no one would want to listen to that. <laughs> uh I, I just I don't like this style of of anything, I guess the the style where there are no verses there are no hooks like that's not a song to me i it's, i realize it's an opera yeah. and it's just one basically long musical number but i guess i just don't like that because I found it very... I don't know. I love the Proto Man's first album. I love the second album. See, that's the thing. What's I, the I was thinking about that exact thing while I was watching this and thinking, oh, well, okay, I like the Proto Man. Why don't I like this? Pause real quick
1: because we yep. don't do this enough. We throw these pop, obscure pop culture references. Don't explain them. Okay. I'm trying to do better at it. Proto Men mm-hmm. is a... Prague rock opera rock opera band Mm -hmm. that makes music set in a fictional dystopian version of the mega man video game universe yes where the protagonist is dr light and mega man and they're fighting dr what but it's all very 1984 and it's it's Mm -hmm. very cool it's if you don't know anything about the music or the song the the universe the songs themselves are awesome and they put on an
0: amazing concert when I go to a Proto Man concert, uh-huh. I don't expect a comedy cartoon, hmm. a dark comedy cartoon. The- I went into this expecting comedy. There was almost no comedy in this. Yeah. The tone felt entirely different from the show. True. 100%. I, I almost didn't even recognize the show other than the characters and the the metal images
1: that's true and like the Protoman they don't not trying to be funny they just concentrate on making good music. Like some of the stuff they have hooks, they have verses there was and stuff,
0: chorus and
1: they had moments but like I can't imagine listening to this soundtrack in my car.
0: No, and I, that's the thing at the end they say soundtrack available yeah. online. It felt like they were trying to like you said cater to Uber fans and get them to buy soundtracks. But there were no good songs that I would want to hear
1: over and over. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, a guaranteed skips. Like, the one of the parts I enjoyed the most, the let's keep the party going on, where they were trying to basically ignore Toki being gone and Uh bury their heads in cocaine and hookers and herpes and everything. Yeah, maybe one of the funnier parts, I I would That would be an instant skip, if I was listening to it. Um, Same thing with, uh, I mean, everything that wasn't, like, the final climactic battle and... Mm -hmm. I genuinely like the Toki versus uh, Squizguard stuff, would be just
0: shit I would just skip. Yeah, because also, what it, what kind of music are they doing here? This it, is no longer metal. This is just – this is like all over homages, the board. Yeah, there's homages to twi- uh, Thriller. Yeah, Michael Jackson, what the yeah, fuck? I mean, yeah. when – and then the moment that I actually – was hoping we'd get a payoff was when Roxo came out, and he was out for two seconds. He could have done a musical number that I would have enjoyed. True. I, but they I totally did, just punted that. I did enjoy that part. For two seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of some bullshit song about like a thriller homage that these death metal guys are singing? Yeah. I mean, they try to explain it a little bit, I think, when they try to keep the party going on and toki's not around they're branching out into other stuff i think i just think that no i just think they're it, not doing necessarily metal anymore i feel like they were just it was, th- you know what this felt like
1: they lost their way when you go to broadway musical and after the show is over and they're doing their you know where everybody stands up and claps for 5 minutes and they do like a medley okay this felt like a 60 minute music medley where there weren't fully developed yeah. themes, there wasn't anything that's coming, it was just one blend of style into, you know, it felt very Joseph the Amazing technical or Dream code's It's like, oh, you want some country music or some country music? You want some, you know, pop stuff? Here's some pop stuff. It's just It was just all over the map.
0: Yeah, uh, that was, I mean, one of my biggest problems with it, aside from the tone shift, just didn't it D- didn't seem to have a cohesive idea of what it wanted to be, right? Other and than I, a rock opera, a I, metal opera. And I
1: guess I was expecting something a little bit more uh, apocalyptic. And sure. that might have been my expectation problem that I was expecting this to kind of be the finale of the series. I you know, thought they, they set it up as that at the, the end of last. The fact that it's called season. Requiem, you know, that kind of implies mm-hmm. that like this is the end of things. This is like, but and if anything, it just feels like this is a little treat that they put out in between season four and five. You got very few yeah. answers. Um, uh, I, Metal Face died. Uh huh. He was defeated with the power of their awesomeness.
0: Yeah, uh, the old band member killed himself. The old man. Yeah, I mean, he was
1: ran. That I, the guy you, who captured. He stabbed through the chest Toki. with a
0: fucking broadsword. Magnus. Magnus. Yeah, guy with the black and white hair, the white streaks in yep. his yep. dark hair. Yep. Uh, I thought he killed himself. I thought he knifed himself. I did. Now I must but die. He yeah. also
1: was ran through with a <laughs> a giant sword oh, okay. by the metal face guy. Gotcha. Or yeah. was
0: I hallucinating that? No, you might have been right. Uh yeah, so not a ton of answers. I I also thought this was the finale. They're doing a season five. I just yeah. After this, huh. I looked up because I'm like, well shit, because they have a giant cliffhang
1: cliffhanger involving Murderface. Yeah, um, being corrupted by some injury he sustained during the rock opera. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I looked up on Wikipedia that yeah, there's there actually has season five in pre production.
0: So that's cool. Yeah. I want to see more of Meta- Metalocalypse. I do too, but this was not Metalocalypse as far as I'm concerned. Um, I mean, you know, having been a fan of the show for a day now. <laughs> yeah, right. The origin, I thought it was interesting the
1: or the fact that they did have so many origin stories and I liked finding sure. out. Like, I did like the origin of Toki. I did like kind of the origin, finding more about the, the nerd brothers, uh, Charles and his relationship with the band. I also liked the fact that and I don't know if they'll go back to status quo in season 5, but it seems like they've evolved that they're going to drop the pretense that they don't care about each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to the extent that uh that was one of the funnier scenes when the the Church of the Black Clock was doing the song about you got to rescue your brother and they kept on in- interjecting like you mean yeah. you mean fellow employee, uh uh-huh. coworker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So that would be I don't know, but that's a lot of the humor of the show. And do you believe <laughs> that they would risk everything for Murderface? I feel like Murder. Uh, I, I when Murderface had a thing about like you know it's cut the bullshit. If it was me in that building, nobody would care. And then Nathan uh, explosions like no, that's not. And you know we're all brothers. Yeah,
0: I don't know. It seems like a season two version of them. No, they wouldn't. Season four version of them probably Murderface. Yeah, I think they all joined up as a band together at the end of season 4. I guess if I they have, all got on board. If you have an outcat a, a misfit
1: friend that you can be surprisingly loyal to them, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. I there was almost nothing I liked about this, but mostly based on my expectations for the show, and I, I don't think that's unreasonable. I think going from a comedy cartoon, like, strictly based around comedy. This just seemed like it wanted to be epically epic, mm. and it didn't even hit that mark for me.
1: Yeah, what it needed is a couple minutes in between each song where they actually kind of advanced things. It needed to and... be more of a musical and less of an opera. Yeah, yeah. that's a good way to put it. Because even the Protomin... Uh, you're, they've got liner notes and you're supposed to know that in between each song, these things like, you know, they never produced it as such. Yeah. But there's definitely things that happen, advance a plot and, you know, ooh and ah in between. And I felt like that this could really have benefited from just taking a break yeah, and doing some more straightforwardly funny things to even out the tone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. I really disliked it. Really did not like this at all. I did not hate it as much as you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I hated
1: it less. Uh, It was just different than what I was expecting.
0: They went for broke. I got to say that. I mean, they, they took a concept and as they've done in the past they committed to it but See, i think it was the wrong concept for the show
1: and i just wonder if we had been th- seen all four seasons maybe we, so. uh, you know seen hours and hours and hours of this stuff in this character where we weren't
0: like just hitting our stride where there we wouldn't if we were maybe tired of some of the stuff that they'd been doing before and wanted something new yeah this is like a complete palate cleanser
1: yeah. for the next season and just the fact that, you know, hey, this is fully 50% of our experience with the show. Yes. If it's a 3% outlier that it's kind of like fun and cool and you admire the kind of guts. And again, we get more of the inside references and the origin stories and the fact that this is all about the yeah. connections of the characters. Sure. Which to me, these guys are a bunch of uh, idiot sociopaths, and even the way they they, they treated each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. And I, it's the fact that the Metal Face Man, I guess, went out with a, a whimper rather than a bang.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> what do you want what her, What
0: else do you want me to say? I really didn't
1: like it. Uh, did you know? Well, you know, of course, this. I'm just, uh, The Bear McCreary. Mm, from Battlestar Galactica fame. And Walking Dead fame. Yep. Did the uh, symphonic parts. Of this show, of of this show in particular, not to, the Metalocalypse proper. Uh huh. Um, did we talk about the guy who made this? Um, the uh, Brendan Small, who's kind of the brainchild of this, and I guess he writes all the music and plays the guitar parts. Wow. Okay, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that he also does. Uh, I guess he's got some guitar backup on tour, but they they actually tour and and do live shows. Yeah. Wow. And he does so many. I mean, he does a lot of the voices. Um, I Mark Hamill, which is you know most people know him from the Joker on a Batman animated series. Do he does, they?
0: Most people know him from Star Wars. I think. Oh well, yes. <laughs> Come on, I'm talking as a voice talent. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, as just pure voice as a voice talent, and he
1: does basically all of the evil characters in the show. All of the counts most of the council. Mm-hmm. Um, Whoever the big uh, the big bad guys, Mr. Salaka, I was s- disappointed that we didn't see more of his plot advancing too. I mean, he had basically uh, one scene where he urged them just to sit back and and watch things happen. Clearly, the metalocalypse is still. Th- this was not this was not the end of it. Doesn't seem like it. It's not the beginning. That began in season one. This is just yet another interlude in it.
0: Yeah, I wonder if I would have maybe had a different opinion knowing this was not the finality of the show. I mean, is season
1: five them writing the uh, the this music is going to save mankind and what? I mean, I hope
0: so. I mean, they they set that out as a plot point at the end right. of season four. They better come back and do something with that, right? So okay, um, what else do you want to talk about? I don't, they're just, I I don't,
1: I don't have a lot of stuff I mean, we talked okay. about the, the fact that the, the origin, a lot of their past A lot of, uh, you know, characters, I guess, that you've probably met in the series Like their former manager and all that That's kind of come back and, and haunted them in the depths of humanity Which I I thought that music on that was pretty good, too mm-hmm. But it was a big big rock opera Very sure. hard, challenging to review Challenging to watch Challenging to watch
0: <laughs> For me, anyway
1: uh anyway i hope we didn't bum you too out uh too far out on the second half of this podcast joel
0: um do want to thank you for sponsoring it though i really enjoyed the the main show stuff that i watched and i'm definitely going to continue to watch the show it's
1: certainly not a requirement for us to enjoy the things that we watched but it was a pleasant surprise to get as much enjoyment out of the uh, the the first the podcast we
0: did. I really want to hear what Joel thinks of this rock opera. I would like to know. Yeah, it's like, do Is, you, did he make us watch this because it was such a different thing that he wanted to hear us trash it, or does he like it? Or right, like tell us if you like it, tell us why. If you're a Metalocalypse
1: fan. Yeah, where does the uh Doomstar Requiem fit in the canon? yeah like if it's its own season where do I say you like I it? put it
0: in a cannon and I shot it out <laughs> out into the sea, shot the doom star <laughs> into space where it belongs, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: but that is kind of like you know, first five minutes in, I was in disbelief, and I'm like, <laughs> it's all singing,
0: my first note, please God, don't let this whole thing be a musical, <laughs> <laughs> even worse, it was an opera, yep, right there in the title, uh, yeah, somehow, I didn't expect it.
1: So, yeah, thanks for uh, commissioning this. Uh, hope we did all right by it. And, there, again, no feedback. Can't imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you don't know where to find us on baldmove.com. Yeah. Uh, that's it.
0: All right, thanks. I have no idea how to fit in this. See you next time. On <laughs> I'm the a look the to the